Namaste everyone. In this podcast, I would like to tell you a little bit about the ongoing transit of Venus retrograde. What does it mean for us? How does it affect us? And which spiritual lessons does it bring with itself? I already wrote an article about it, which you can read briefly about all those different things and find the exact dates for different stages of this transit. So you will also find the link to this article in the description of this podcast. Now, first thing we need to understand about the ongoing transit of Venus is that Perhaps you know it, or perhaps you don't, but in Vedic astrology, every planet has specific signs in which it feels very comfortable and very nourished, which we are calling mudita avasta, already lighted state. There are also certain neutral signs. And then there are those signs which are not supportive for planets' qualities at all. When a planet transits those signs, the planet experiences something that we are calling in Jyotish Kshudita Avasta, or the sense of starvation, malnourishment, as if a planet is lacking support. The planet is always going through Kshudita Avasta, or this malnourished state, whenever it goes through the sign of its enemy, which or through the sign of debilitation, which for Venus specifically are three consecutive signs in sidereal zodiac. This is Cancer, Leo and Virgo. So normally, for three months every year, Venus experiences certain malnourishment, certain dissatisfaction, and may have a tendency to run more outwards, you know, to kind of compensate for the lack of inner sense of joy and satisfaction with, you know, trying to find some temporary happiness, temporary distraction in the outside. But this year it's quite a unique situation because this year Venus, during her transit through these three signs, is going retrograde at some point. And in the result of that, instead of spending three months in those malnourished signs, Venus is actually going to spend entire six months, almost half year there. And naturally, you know, this is not a very easy placement, as you can imagine, especially for those natives who are having already, you know, certain issues with Venus in a birth chart. So this is, you know, just to give you the context of what is happening now, because Venus is known as a planet of joy, happiness, you know, flow, effortlessness, all those things we are looking for in life. And when she's malnourished for a prolonged time, then 
instead of feeling all those things, we start to experience sense of struggle, lack of peace of mind. We start to experience dissatisfaction. And we may even find it hard to rest, to relax. In fact, you know, since Venus began this six months, you know, of her cycle, which was already on 30th May, I could truly, you know, see how many people started to complain about sleeping issues, insomnia, problems with actually falling asleep. And this also has something to do with the ongoing Venus retrograde cycle, though. It's not just about Venus transiting through those three specific signs. Because within this half-year period, right now, we are going through 45 days of Venus being in her retrograde motion, which already started on 23rd July, about a week ago, and will complete on 5th September. You know, every planet goes retrograde from time to time. It's not such a big deal because, in a way, it's unavoidable. The very reason why planets go retrograde, the way we call it in astrology, is because their speed is different from the speed of Earth. They don't circumambulate the Sun with the same speed. And therefore, sometimes from our very subjective earthly perspective, it may seem as if planet moves backwards instead of going forward in the sky. Naturally, it's just, you know, our subjective perception on Earth because the planets don't just randomly and suddenly change their course in the sky. They don't just suddenly start moving backwards in their orbit, which in itself, you know, is a powerful lesson and I would say important context to remember because very often when planets go retrograde, they make us maybe almost as if feel as if some of our own weaknesses and limitations from the past are coming back, almost as if we ourselves are making some steps backwards. But if you feel that way during current you know, transit of Venus retrograde, also Saturn is retrograde right now in the sky, then remind yourself of this, that, you know, sometimes you need to make a step backward in order to move forward. You need to pull an arrow towards your back in order to shoot it to its target. And therefore, this seeming step backwards, very often it's actually just an illusion of our own perception and an incredibly necessary part of our progress. Because it is believed in Vedic astrology that when planets are retrograde, our entire you know, process of inner transformation actually speeds up. It's not being slowed down. It's just that we perceive it you know, sometimes as if we are moving backwards because we are inspired by the planets to truly take the step back and look at some of our own limitations from the past Look closer at them and see what is there still that can be improved? What is there still that you failed to let go of and that still, you know, prevents you from making truly this step forward and progressing in life? 
So this is an important context to understand. Now, especially when Venus goes retrograde, it's quite a special event. Now, why is that so? First of all, Venus goes retrograde fairly rarely when, com when compared to other planets. All other planets, they go retrograde like at least once a year. But for Venus, it's specifically always every 18 months, every 19 months, in fact. That's the period. And whenever Venus finally slows down and goes retrograde every 19 months, it's always about 40 to 48 days, which in itself is a very significant period because 40 days period is actually called a mandala in Vedic astrology. It signifies a minimum necessary period for our mind to implement certain change. For example, if you want to change your habits or implement a new habit, you need to make sure that you actually do it consecutively for 40 days without a break, because that's the minimum your brain needs to form a new neural pathways, to really create something new. So it's somehow significant that Venus always goes retrograde for this minimum of 40 days up to 48, which is considered to be also a very sacred cycle in Hindu tradition as well. And I do find it very interesting in terms of Venus because Venus is known as a planet of symbolic rebirth and rejuvenation, a symbolic new beginning. Venus actually signifies the idea of sacrificing your old self, sacrificing some old things from your past and truly, fully letting go of them so you can yourself be symbolically reborn, so you can be born again, so you can give yourself a second chance and start from the beginning. So when Venus goes through her retrograde cycle, she is actually inspiring us to do that. She is inspiring us to, to really give ourselves a chance to right here, right now, in the present moment, to be reborn. And this is a, a very, very significant thing. Because you see, in the middle of this 45 days uh, period when Venus is retrograde in our sky, what is always taking place is the conjunction between Sun and Venus, complete conjunction. This is when Venus completely disappears into the rays, into the light of the Sun, only to reappear on its other side. Because you know, Venus is always very close to the Sun in our sky. It shines either as evening star around sunset time or as morning star before, before sunrise. So what is happening during these forty five days is that Venus is actually switching from morning star to evening star or vice versa. She moves past the sun to another side of the sun. Now, this is naturally a very intense transformative period because Sun and Venus are natural enemies. Sun represents the soul, 
the, the fire of the soul, the fire of our focus, and being focused on a single truth, being single-pointed on our path, while Venus is all about creativity, diversity, our heart's desires also, that sometimes can deviate us from our soul's path. Not without a reason, even if you read the Bible, you will see that even Jesus, he was actually tempted by Lucifer in the desert for 40 days. Very symbolic period. So what happens when Venus become conjunct with the Sun, when they meet on the same degree, which is something that is going to happen on 13th August, so very soon, is that our heart's temporary feelings and desires get purified. Sage Varahamhira describes in Brihat Samhita that whenever a planet gets fully combusted in the sun by the sun and disappears into its rays, it is as if you would throw gold into the fire. Naturally, gold will melt and it might be not a very pleasant process initially, but as a result of it, gold is purified of all of its impurities. It starts to shine. It starts to be beautiful. So every time when Venus goes retrograde, in fact, these are our own desires, our own feelings, our own heart, because Venus represents our heart chakra itself and all that we hold dear and near to ourselves. And that heart itself becomes transformed and purified, which is why naturally it's not an easy time for our relations. It might be not an easy time also for people who have very sensitive physical bodies, people with autoimmune disorders or chronic illnesses, or people who have very distressed minds because it's not period, you know, that makes you feel comfortable. It rather forces you to go beyond your comfort zone. It almost makes you feel like you experience a symbolic death and rebirth. And I do believe that especially this year, this is going to be very intense, especially for some natives, as this meeting of Sun and Venus is going to occur at the very end of sidereal cancer within Ashlesha Nakshatra. So actually right now, as we speak, Venus is preparing to move through the Gandanta backwards from, through the Gandanta between Leo and Cancer, through this most transformative zone, into the sign representing our comfort zone, our emotions, our feelings, our tendency to take things personally, our tendency to hang on to some old feelings and resentment and bitterness from the past and not let go. Because ultimately that's what Ashleshana Nakshatra represents our tendency to cling to negativity, to cling to poisons of the mind, to cling to those old feelings and attachments that may in fact just block you instead of supporting you to move forward on your path. Which is why, you know, in this period, especially when Venus is retrograde, I can't stress it enough how important it is that you Dedicate some amount of time of your day, even if it's just 5 or 15 minutes a day, to a simple meditation practice, just observing your breath, focusing your full attention upon it, and feeling the divine presence in it. 
just so you can get closer in touch with that which is real inside of you. Because especially right now during this transit, this which is true and real inside of you can be way too easily covered by your desires, by your attachments and some difficult to let go emotions. So meditation and conscious introspection could be an incredibly important practice for you right now to help yourself a little bit. Because this meeting of Sun and Venus in Ashlesha Nakshatra, I do believe is going to challenge a lot. Some of your emotions, attachments, and will try to realign you with what is true and real inside you. Rather than trying to desperately hold onto the past, onto that which is known. Ultimately, we all tend to cling, consciously or unconsciously, to the past. We build our entire worldview upon it. And it's very counterintuitive for the mind to let go of the past experience and just fearlessly jump into the unknown. But overcoming fear itself, I personally believe, is going to be one of the most important lessons of that upcoming conjunction of Sun and Venus. Because they are going to conjunct together around 26 degree in Ashlesha Nakshatra, which maps into the D20 or Vimshamsha chart of spiritual progress to the division or portion of goddess called Bhairavi. The goddess who is embodying the idea of fearlessness, fearlessly choosing to let go of the old, let it die. Allow yourself to be reborn. Let go of the old pain and remind yourself that what used to be does not need to always be. Which is a very powerful lesson of Venus when she goes retrograde. She reminds us to stop unconsciously holding onto those things which make us miserable and unhappy. To remind ourselves that even if you experience any chronic condition of the mind and body, it does not need to always be. This is actually an incredibly powerful transit for personal healing. But for you to experience personal healing during this cycle of Venus retrograde, you need to also cooperate with it a little bit. Cooperate with it by reminding yourself every day and even visualizing this beautiful, luminous, grand presence of the divine in your life, which is all-encompassing every aspect of your life. It's like, it's like Arjuna describes the vision of Krishna in 11th chapter of Bhagavad Gita, that wherever he looks, he sees just this bright, blinding light. This is how I believe Venus is feeling right now, right? When she's approaching this burning rays of the sun. And Venus is here being inspired to surrender, to trust this higher reality. And to allow to those things that have been blocking you for so many years, to just let them go. Remind yourself that, in a way, it is a little bit 
like in 11th chapter of the Gita. You know, at one point when Arjuna was looking at Krishna's supreme cosmic form, he saw all these warriors that Arjuna himself was supposed to fight in Mahabharata war. He saw all of them entering the blazing mouth of Krishna and being crushed in between his teeth. And Krishna told him, Oh Arjuna, I am time itself. All these warriors that you still hesitate to fight, they have already been destroyed by me. So move fearlessly forward. In a way, when Krishna says that to Arjuna, he says it to all of us. That any limitation that you may experience right now, that are just spiraling around, you know, like a serpent associated with Ashlesha Nakshatra, they do not need to be forever. And they won't be forever because the good news is that everything in material nature has beginning and end. It won't last forever. Eventually, it will be also, you know, consumed by this cosmic form of the Lord. So any limitation you feel that is so great and overwhelming and completely beyond your capacity to transform it at the moment, let go of this worry and acknowledge that, yes, it might be beyond your capacity to change it and overcome it, but for this for the divine, there is no such a limit. Visualize all your limitations and, and poisonous feelings from the past entering into the la the, this blazing mouth of Lord Krishna like moths are entering into a flame. And hear him saying to you that he has already conquered those. You don't need to fear anything. You don't need to hesitate. You don't need to doubt. Because you might have your limits, but there is a greater force residing in your heart. And especially, you know, on this day of meeting of Venus and Sun, it's such a beautiful day to remind ourselves that in our hearts, which are represented by Venus, there also dwells this blazing, beautiful, divine consciousness, which is omnipotent and can help you overcome anything can help you manifest true healing in your life. It's an incredibly, incredibly beautiful time. But it is also a time that will require from you to let the old die and allow something new to be born and be fearless about change. Because as long as you fear, you can surrender. Because fear is holding you back. Fear makes you look, you know, into this void in front of you and prevents you from jumping, even if you know that there is somebody out there that is going to catch you. So Ashlesha Nakshatra, which has this very clinging nature, when it will experience this special meeting of Venus and Sun, it will be such a special occasion and such a special time to uncling yourself from all those things that your consciousness usually clings to. Naturally, this transit will challenge your attachments. It will challenge your comfort zone. But do not resist that. Because something really special 
may come out of it. And you may end up being truly a new person afterwards. And it's so worth it. So I do hope that this upcoming meeting of Sun and Venus in our sky, which will happen on 12-13 August, depending on your time zone, is going to be very fruitful to you. And that you will find a little bit of time in your daily schedule to truly dive into your heart and just connect with your true self. The true self which is beyond any limitations of the mind. And if beyond any feelings, beyond attachments, beyond desires. Find this true self which is the source of real and true bliss. Rather than trying to distract yourself from the feeling of dissatisfaction. Rather than trying to compensate. Compensating never works when Venus goes retrograde. Even though it might be our natural reaction often. But going deep within and facing that which we are precisely afraid to face, this is what's going to truly liberate us. And this is what can make this period incredibly spiritually abundant for you. It can grow your connection with the divine. It can grow your bhakti and devotion. It can open up your heart. And even though it may require a little sacrifice on your end, it's so worth it. Don't try to focus, you know, in the upcoming days on what you lose. Focus on what you are gaining, what you are learning. Focus on the goal. So I wish you a spiritually abundant time with Venus meeting the sun. And I hope that similarly in your heart, also you will allow your heart to meet the divine and to stay more centered on the divine. Namaste.